This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Good morning. Welcome to Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. Linda Bolton with you and on the Zoom call this morning, we have uh, with us Ray Frigia Jr., who has uh, uh, runs the, the, the courtesy Ford business here in Danville and has been nominated for a pretty exceptional award. So we're going to talk to him a little bit about that and the whole world of, of uh, selling cars. Good morning, Mr. Frigia. How are you? Good morning, uh, Linda. Thanks for having me. This is, it's great to be on with you today. It's my pleasure to have you with us. So tell us, first of all, 47 dealers uh, across the United States of America have been nominated for this award, and you are one of them. That's pretty high honors. So tell me about it. What is what is the award? What's involved? So it, it's a it's a service award, and, and typically, you know, we got about 10,000 dealers around the country, and Pretty much, we uh, the award goes to pretty. They uh, nominate pretty much one person per state, maybe uh, two in some states, and they uh, they come up with a winner in March twelfth. But uh, it's just been an honor to be nominated, um, and it's just a, it's a service award about doing the right thing and then servicing your community and service your employees. And uh, it's just been great. It's just been a great ride for me. It's it's it acknowledges my not only me but my my team. And uh, everybody in Danville as well, because uh, and every award and everything it says Danville and courtesy for it. So it's just been great honor for me and my team. Well, and, and um, selling cars is not what it was. We're gonna. We're gonna <laughs> you got that lot. right. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna talk a lot about that today because it's really an interesting uh, a, a, an interesting topic of conversation. How it has changed over the years. I think back to my dad and what a big deal his car was to him uh, throughout the years, how important it was. He would go out and wash and wax it every week, every week. It was spotless. Uh, and, and, and it meant, uh, you know, coming back from the war, I think it, it, it carried a special significance for all those men and women who returned from the war, buying a house, owning a car, uh, that freedom of movement that came with that, that's what they fought for. So it, it meant a lot to them. And it, to see how that's progressed over the years, as I was as I was telling Ray when we were talking before we went on the air, <laughs> I said, it fascinates me because now you can sit on your living room uh, couch in your flannels and your, your floppy bunny slippers <laughs> <laughs> at two o'clock in the morning and you can buy a car. Oh, it is absolutely. just fascinating. But having said that, then you also have to deal with the fact that dealerships support communities. You all, whether it's whether it's courtesy Ford or it's Toyota or it's Cadillac or it's Lincoln or it's Jeep, uh, Carmack, whatever, uh, you all support the community and you carry a big load of sales tax and financially supporting the, the community. So when we take that away from you, we do create a, an issue that you have to deal with. So it's, a, it's kind of a two-edged sword. 
Oh, it is. And, and, and I think I can speak for all the dealers in Danville. We, we, we all take pride in, in, in supporting our community. And you can see us all pretty much in every every aspect of uh, not only Danville, Vermilion County in general. Um, we just uh, I, we just support it and because we know how important uh, our community is and how important it is for us to support it. Um, and, and, it and it's important for us and people to buy vehicles within our community. So we the tax base and we can keep them uh, money within Vermilion County and Danville. So I'm with you 100 percent, Linda. It's, it's so important. And it, it's funny when you talk about your dad, because I just remember my dad as well, how, how much pride they took in their vehicle. Yeah. It, you know, it, it was almost like uh, it's almost like shining their shoes to go to church. It, it, was, it was so much pride in washing that car every day. And, and it was one of those things where you didn't necessarily get a car every other year. You know, you no. knew that that was the car I needed to take care of it. And, and, it, but in, in times of change, and it hasn't got worse or better as this got, as it's changed. And it's, uh, it's interesting to see the change. Uh, like Linda, like me, you were talking before this, the, the change in electric, electric vehicles, you, you're going to see it coming. And, um, and, and, and how's the future going to look? Are we going to be looking at more at having electric stations in our, in our houses and stuff? But so just seeing the change from our fathers to now is just amazing, but it's, it's a fun process. And people still today, they, the, the joy they have when they pick up a, a new vehicle is, is what kind of gets me going every day. Yeah, I imagine. It's a, it, it's still a big deal, I think, for for most people. Before oh, we get away from the from the award itself, talk for a minute about it. It is a service award, so it's it's not just about how many cars you sell, or how good your staff looks, or how clean my, my your staff cars does look are. Good, by the way, Linda, but didn't you going? <laughs> I mean, I know all that's true, but. But it's bigger than that. It's about what you do for your community. So talk a little bit about why you in particular were chosen uh, to be nominated. And the thing is, and I feel a little bit uncomfortable uh, being nominated because I know it's a team uh, effort and it's, it's me and my whole team. And I'm kind of like, you know, with the Super Bowl coming, I'm kind of the quarterback and the, sometimes the quarterback gets too much credit or, or too much uh, blame, but it's, it's a team effort. And, and I'm the I'm the head person, but it's a team and when I was nominated, it was, it was good for the team, you know, and, and I always want to make sure that it, it's, it's involved the team. And what we do as a team is every day we say, hey, what can we do to do better? Right. And what what can we do and, what, and what's the right thing to do? And no matter in every situation and every uh, every cause, every customer, what's the right thing to do? And if we if we live by that uh, uh Stan, it seems to work out for us. It's, just, it's the same thing I tell my son, right? Always do the right thing and uh, and things will come your way, but you don't do anything for awards. You know, the awards are just, uh, it's just, you're just thankful that someone's recognizing what you do every day, but it's just a matter of always serving the community, always doing what you can. And I have an opportunity to do it. And so you don't want to take your opportunity and not and waste your opportunity. So anytime you have an opportunity to help somebody else out, uh, you, you, I believe that everybody should do that. And that's, that's all we're doing. That's all I'm doing. And that's all we're doing at, at courtesy Ford and courtesy motors is trying to do the best we can every day and, and serve our community and serve our people. Yeah. I know you've done some work with boys and girls club toys for yeah. tots. Talk a little bit about those projects because those really do matter. You know, we, uh, we have folks on all the time that talk about uh, projects, uh, events they're putting on, and the first words out of their mouth almost always are the sponsors because it's you guys that um, everybody goes to to ask for help. And, and when you're willing to step up, it really makes a difference in what we can do in the community and what we can change and how we can improve lives. So talk a little bit about how, you're, how you've been involved. 
and and we and we love to do it. And and, and the the people on that, the head of those projects, are so passionate. It's impossible not to want to uh, get involved. You know, when the Toys for Tots and the, even the Big Brothers, Big Sisters, and and the Boys and Girls Club, when they come, they're so passionate. You you you. There's no way you wouldn't want to be a part of that. And our team over the year uh, years, we got uh, some salesmen, sales manager. When the when the toys for uh, Tots come, their goal is is like, hey. Can we make the most toys than any? Can we put more toys in there than anybody? Because we want to make this a great Christmas for everybody. So it's almost become, you know, like you have sales objectives. It's like we we have service objectives. Like, hey, how can we best serve uh, that particular cause? And and it's it's easy because uh, you you know you're doing the right thing and you can see the uh, the the fruits of your labor type of thing. So I I'm I'm all for it. And and like I said, when you talk to the people who are running it, there's no way you wouldn't want to be involved because you know they're doing great things and they're doing it out of the kindness of their heart. They're doing it for no other reason. Uh, nobody's there's no cameras or nobody taking pictures. This is a matter of hey, we're doing the right thing and let's try to help people out. And that's because you know they're, they're going to be replacing us soon, right? And we want to make yeah. sure that we our our people are are good and ready to go. Well, and and the and the great thing about it again uh, here in Vermilion County. It's not just you. It's Toyota. It's Carmack. It's, oh, without a doubt. It's, everybody steps up. Uh, we have we have a heck of a group of uh, auto dealers. Uh, uh, we, dealerships. We don't have, in this we don't have not one bad auto dealer in the group. They're, they're yeah. they all. You, you can find them all everywhere. We got a, a great group of dealers here in Danville. Absolutely. All right, we're going to go to break. When we come back, we're going to we're going to talk more with Ray about. Uh, selling cars and what this what that's like today so we will do that in just a moment uh, on newsmakers <laughs> newsmakers <laughs> 1490 wdan 1490 wdan welcome back to newsmakers 1490 wdan linda bolton with you and on the zoom call this more this morning, Ray Frigia Jr., who owns Courtesy Ford here in Danville, is one of 47 dealers nominated across the United States for a very special service award. So we're getting a chance to talk to him not only about the award, but about selling cars. So first of all, Ray, you you, you weren't going to be doing this. You were going to you were going to be a CNA in Chicago. That's what you were going to do. <laughs> <laughs> and like most of us, you, you the the road the the life journey road took a took a sharp turn. Oh, you found absolutely. your passion. I think that's what's exciting. It's not it's not only that you came back to the family business, but when you did that, you found your passion. Talk about that. I did, and I did, and I and, I, and Linda, I think you said it like. Um, you said it best. It happens to most of us. We, you know, we we think we're going one path, and then life just kind of makes you go another path. And um, the the I started, you know, I started selling vehicles when I was uh, 19 years old, and um, I hated it because um, at that time, um, you know, my uh, my friends were they had great jobs. They're life uh, lifeguards and stuff like that. And I was working 60 hours, you know, a week selling yeah. vehicles at my parents. So I didn't think, so I, I made sure I'd go to college so I didn't have to go um, come back and go into the uh, family business. I wanted to make sure I had a, a good job where I was eight to five working in, and go home for the weekends. And then I realized quickly after I graduated from college that, you know, sitting in a cubicle wasn't, wasn't for me. I just like to talk to people and I like to be around people and I like to motivate people. And, and my job as a, an, as an accountant, just wasn't allowing me to do this. So, you know, I came back and, you know, 
four years later and I got back in the business and, and I, I'm, I'm so thankful that I made that choice because I've, I've loved every minute uh, since then. And, you know, there's always ups and downs in the car business, but I found my passion. And it, when you, when you find your passion in life and, and it's so easy to come to work because it's not really work. It's something that you like to do. And I, I know yeah. there's so many people out there that they have a job where they don't like to work. And if they, if you can somehow find your passion, um, life is so much better because you can get up every day knowing that you're doing something you love to do. And I, I'm just so blessed that I was able to find something I love to do. And I've been doing it ever since, you know, I actually, I turned 50 this year. So I, I you know, I've been doing it for quite a bit, uh, quite a long time now. So. Amen. Amen. Okay. So tell me, what was it like back in the day? And, and yeah, I imagine it wasn't fun on a, on a Saturday afternoon and you're standing there waiting and begging for customers to come in. How, how was, how was selling cars? What was that like back then? in, in oh, yeah. the nineties when you started and what's it like today? <laughs> so it was, it was, it was actually it, both, both times were fun. So like in the nineties, uh, there was a lot less internet. Internet was just starting to come into play. So most people, when they were going to ve- go to a vehicle, they would go to four or five dealership lots, drive cars, you know, see how uh-huh. they smell, kick the tires. So you became, it was a more intimate relationship with the customer as far as being with them. Um, as far as, showing this car and you and you would have to let them know what vehicles you had you know because they, they didn't necessarily know everything you had when they walked in a lot and so it was more of trying to find the vehicle for them and then it just constantly changed mainly due to the internet that people went from going to four to five dealerships before they purchase a vehicle till now it's almost uh it's just a little over one they say it's 1.1 so most really people, the dealership they go to is where they buy because nowadays the uh, the the customer is so much more educated. They've already looked online. They've seen the pictures of the vehicle they want. So when they come to the lot, they're they're asking us where the vehicle is, not us showing them where the vehicle is. And it's a whole different uh, game. They they already know it. They know they know the engine. They they know what everything looks like. And um, we even got it now. Uh, me and uh, Linda, we talked about earlier that people that say bring the vehicle to my house, I already know I want that vehicle type of thing. Uh-huh. So it's a whole different ball game. You know, in the '90s, no way would anybody say, "Just bring the car to my house." No, I want to drive and smell it, and I want, and I and I, and I want four or five choices before I make my final decision. Um, before that, so it's it's a whole different game. It's it's it's, it's easier now because uh, it, people know what they want more than they did then, but it's a lot quicker and a lot faster process than it than it used to be for sure. But I, I love them both. They're both they're both a, it's a great transition. Talk to me about the supply chain issue right now. Uh, how are you dealing with that? Are you able to get in uh, inventory? Yeah, so typically we used to carry, uh, you know, here in the, the, the two Danville lots, Courtesy Motors and, and Courtesy Four, we used to carry close to 200 to 225 vehicles daily. Now we're, we're, we're about 100, 125. So it's, a, it's it's about half of the inventory. But it's it's been able to work out. We had that there's a chip problem where we, the vehicles couldn't come in and sit on the lots. And and Ford and um, Chrysler have made the switch where people are ordering their vehicles now. So we have way more orders. So now we got up to where before we'd order about two or three percent of our vehicles. Now we're up to ordering about thirty percent of our vehicles mm. for our, our people. And it's actually worked out great because people are able to sit down and get the exact color, the exact equipment. They're not paying for any equipment they don't want. So it, it was kind of a blessing in disguise. No, none of us expected us to have a chip problem, but uh, the 
car business just uh, did a did a one eighty and found another way to uh, make sure we service our customers. So it's it's been a it's been an interesting transition to say the least. But right now, I say we would have five cars come off the transport, and and four of them are are gone the next day because people have already pre ordered the vehicle. So it's a whole different game than what we're talking about in the 90s where everybody looked at all the cars before they made a decision. Well, and the other thing is, as you said, the chip. The chip is so important. It has actually changed the whole uh, auto industry uh, in terms of your technicians. Uh, we, As we were laughing about earlier, it used to be you'd, you'd watch the guys walk off a shift at, at your service department, you know, covered in grease and <laughs> and, and, you know, they, they work their rears off all day long. Right. Now they are they are technicians and it's all about the chips and where the chips go. And if you don't have the chips, you don't have the cars. Oh, you're 100 percent right, Linda. It was funny that we talked about because I just remember when I was starting, you know, a lot of the technicians, they would come out of there and you could tell it was a hard day's work. You could see the grease, the sweat. And, and, and now with everything being technical and, and it's funny, it's a chip. But a lot of these vehicles have 1,200 chips in the vehicle. So there's a there's a different chip for everything. And now they come out, when they leave work, you know, they're clean. You know, they look like they're about <laughs> to go to a, a model shoot, some of these guys. They, they're looking good coming out because it's a different type of work. You know, it's, it's more uh, it's more computer generated. And it's still hard work, don't get me wrong. They they, they work their butts off, but it's just a whole different um, way of working on cars. And, and it's going to keep changing that way as we keep going forward. Absolutely. Electric. The technology is just just incredible. Unbelievable, Linda. We're going we're gonna to go to break. When we come back, we're going to talk to Ray about electric cars because oh, that's the future. And, boy, it's wide open. So it's coming we will fast, do that yeah. in just a moment on Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. 1490 WDAN. Welcome back to Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. Linda Bolton with you and on the Zoom call this morning, Ray Fergia Jr., who owns the uh, courtesy dealership here in Danville. He has He's one of 47, only 47 dealers across the nation to be uh, honored and nominated for uh, recognition for community service and industry accomplishments. So we're talking to him today. And while he hasn't won the award, we're proud of him for being nominated, proud of every dealership we have here in our community. Um, and so we've gotten to talk about so many different things. It's been great talking to you. We got to do this more often. Yeah, um, I like this, Linda. <laughs> <laughs> um, this but uh, before we get out of here, we only have a, a few minutes left, but God, uh, electric cars, hybrids, it is all we see anywhere. Uh, yes. I was laughing. I told Ray before we went on air, I said, if Wilbur and I were 20, 30 years younger, we'd jump in with both feet, um, <laughs> but we're old and we're scared. Um, how are people making, talk to me about that transition because it's a, it's a fast paced timeline to oh, make oh, the it transition is. It, to electric cars. It is, Linda, and it's coming faster than you think. Um, they said by by 2030 that 50% of the vehicles will be electric. So half of us will be driving electric vehicles within the next eight years here. So it's 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 coming fast, and and it's gonna it's gonna make for a, a cleaner community, and it's gonna be uh, it's and overall it's gonna be a, a less expensive way of um, doing transportation. 
But I'm just like you, Linda. It, it's 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 tough to think that um, um I'm not going to be going to the gas station, you know, ten years from now and stuff like that. And I, I got the chance to drive one of the, one of the new Ford Mocks just to see what electric vehicle was, and I loved it. You couldn't even tell it was running, um, and it and it moved fast, and there was no hiccups from um not being a gas vehicle. But Linda, I'll be honest with you, I have I have a bad problem of waiting for the last minute to put gas in my vehicle. You can't do that with an electric vehicle. <laughs> You know, there's not there's not a charging station on every coin where you can just sit and get charged. So in, until the infrastructure comes, and, you know, when you do an electric car, you got to plan out a little bit more, make sure you have it in your house and charge and stuff like that. But overall, it's, it was a great experience. And I, I think that you, you're going to see it just go more and more. It's going to be 50 percent in eight years. And after that, you, you might be see where it comes with 75, 80 percent real quick. It's the infrastructure that fascinates me. So like so like, you know, you're going down the highway and there's there just going to be a little charging station there and you just whip in and plug in and stand around and <laughs> yeah. stare at the sky while you wait for your car to charge. I mean, it's that whole part of it, the logistics of it, I think are real fascinating. It is. And it's amazing who's uh, contact us. This about every major supermarket has made um plans to have a, a electric stations ah. at, their, at their thing so their, their idea is like hey if you go to the mall if you go shopping you can, be, you can your car can be charging while you're in there and I, I think their hopes is that you spend a little bit more time in there than you normally would knowing that your car is charging and uh, so this about every every major supermarket uh, every major uh, mall is getting on involved in having charging stations as well as there's a high order for people to have charging stations in their homes so uh, it's going to be easier to do, but it, it does, it, as of right now, there's there's more powerful charging stations, but it does take quite a bit longer than actually filling your tank up with gas right now. But that's the only drawback I see. No no drawback in power, no drawback in uh, the way the vehicle operates. So it's that, that's the only drawback right now is the infrastructure trying to catch up with the demand. Well, we'll have to work out that thing with the, with the gas stations over the, whether or not you get free uh, windshield cleaner stuff. We'll have, to, <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to work that thing out. That's <laughs> that seems I'm to sure be they a got challenge. a plan and works. I'm sure they do. <laughs> so I can tell you're excited about the future. Oh um, wow, very much. I guess maybe uh, we only have a couple minutes, but so from your perspective, it's about focusing on what you can provide locally, your local service, your hands-on, helping people make decisions. That's your future. It, it is. And, and there's so many great causes out there. You, you know, you can't support every single one, but you just want to do your best to see how many you can help. And and, and not only that, it, it, it's both ways. It, it helps us to help them. Right. So it makes us feel good. And, 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 and that's what we're all about is trying to help people out, not only helping them find the right vehicle and, and getting the service, but also help helping people who are in need. And that and I think that's one reason why I come to work every day. And I, cause I just love doing it and, and just love seeing uh, people smile. Yeah. Hey, it has been really fun talking to you. It Thanks has. so much for, for giving us your time. Thank you for what you do, you and all the dealers here in Vermilion County. Thank you to all of you for your And commitment Linda, thank you for having community. me. This is a, a real honor for me to be on your uh, on the show today. But thank you very much for giving me this time. Absolutely. Take care. All right, Look thank forward you. to talking to you again. I will um, thank you. Join me tomorrow. We'll uh, be catching up with Ned Hill the uh, CEO of uh, OSF, finding out what's going on at the hospital with COVID and just uh, the future in general, the cancer center, a lot going on at the hospital. So join us tomorrow as we catch up with Ned 
on Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. I'm Linda Bolton. Danville's Talk Station, 1490 WDAN Danville, W284DD Danville, and online at vermilioncountyfirst.com. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.